0: Welcome to a podcast dedicated to your mental health. Hi, I'm Bailey with the Recording Library of West Texas.
1: Hi, I'm Christy Edwards. I'm the Executive Director and a Therapist at Centers for Children and Families.
2: Hi, I'm Melanie Size. I'm the Marketing and Development Director at Centers for Children and Families. Together, we're bringing
0: you tips and tricks
2: on how to navigate this thing called life. This is Center Solutions.
0: Due to the nature of some of the topics that are discussed, listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Bailey and I'm with RLWT. I'm the marketing and development director and one of the co-hosts today for our show. And Abby is joining us for episode one of Center Solutions, and you'll hear her throughout the series. She won't go too far, so she's helping us kind of figure this all out for episode
3: one.
1: I am Abby Wiggum. I'm the Outreach Coordinator at the Recording Library. I'm Christy Edwards. I'm the CEO at Centers for Children and Families. I'm also a licensed professional counselor there, um, and we're glad to be doing this. I'm Melanie Size.
2: I'm the Marketing and Development Director at Centers for Children and Families. We're so glad to be
0: doing this podcast with Centers for Children and Families. Is that is that the correct term?
1: Yes. Okay. And most everybody now just calls us Centers. Just Centers. Okay, so great. You can just use the short, the short name. One of the missions of RLWT is equal access to
0: information. So that's why we kind of wanted to focus on mental health, but do it in the form of a podcast to kind of cater to those with a. Visual, physical or mental impairment just so that everyone can have equal access and podcasts are really cool nowadays and really popular. So we're really glad to be partnering with centers to focus on mental health so we can just go through this thing called life together. You don't have to do it alone. So two nonprofits here in Midland working together to give you some tips on how to hack your brain.
2: Right? I okay. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, Bailey. Or Thanks. put it back together. Or put it back together. Yeah.
3: So we read this article in the MRT and Christy, you wrote this. I did. So May is mental health awareness month. Most of the people tuning in probably know what mental health is, but you mentioned it in your article. There's a difference between health and mental health. Can you describe the relationship there? Or like just yeah. What's the difference between health and mental health, or are they connected at all?
1: I can try to do that for you. And they are connected. So your overall well-being is your physical, your mental, your psychological, your spiritual, your social. All of those things go together to give you what we call the umbrella of emotionality, which is health. Okay, the mental health is a small portion of that that means that you feel good, able to tackle everyday life tasks, that you're having interactive relationships, and you're not laying in bed with the covers pulled over your head, kind of shutting out the world. I I like to do that sometimes. And sometimes that's a mental health day, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever you need to recharge your batteries or if you have a serious mental illness and, and you're like, I really need this day just to pull the covers over your head. We will okay that many times. But when you're doing that on a consistent basis, you're avoiding something. So we need to, to check on that. So
3: is the point of Mental Health Awareness Month to bring attention to mental health and how we can keep ourselves healthy, or is it to draw attention to mental illness in particular?
1: So mental health is the good part of mental health, and it's the scarier, darker side of mental health, which is sometimes considered mental illness. So we want people to be aware that there's a spectrum that still has to do with your mental health. So if you're on the dark end, we're going to give you some supportive services. We're going to give you some tips on how to move a little bit more to this more functioning end of mental health.
2: But part of it also is to make sure we educate people to understand that we all have mental health issues, just like we all have physical health issues. So getting rid of the stigma, Mm -hmm. uh, helping people to understand it's
3: okay to accept help is part of why we have this month. That makes sense. And Mm -hmm. I mean, every person needs to go to a doctor for a physical checkup um, and we have to take care of our physical bodies, our physical health. So likewise, Mm -hmm. we should all be aware of How healthy we are!
0: Yes, I love what what Christy said in her
1: MRT article. By the way, how often do you write that? Is it uh, monthly, or do you just do a feature? We have an article that comes out in the MRT and the OA every week. Okay, and so I'm a writer on occasion. So, but one of my therapists writes.
0: Oh, fantastic! And of course, we record that at RLWT, so you can hear that on a weekly basis. So. I like what you said in particular, Christy, in your article about treating mental health like physical health. Mm -hmm. Like if you aren't feeling well, if you have a pain that you don't know what's going on, or maybe constant headache, something physical that you would go to the doctor for, you should treat mental health in that same perspective. Um, can you elaborate on
1: that a little bit? I, I can. So what we want people to do is to recognize that we're a resource for them, just like your child's pediatrician or your you know, primary care physician or whatever. Do you need to come in for just a checkup? It's like, you know, I'm feeling a little bit like this. Can you walk me through this? Can you help me kind of get back to my full level of functioning? I'm just in, you know, kind of in the doldrums or something like that. Or it is to – you've let – maybe let yourself slide to a point where you might need some type of medication. We're going to, you know, do a full assessment with you. It's the same thing as if you have a cough that just will not go away and you put it off, you put it off, you put it off. Sometimes you go to the doctor and it's like, oh, now you've got bronchitis. So it's a a Mm longer-term treatment. Mm -hmm. Or if you go right away when you're like, I'm not fully functioning, I don't feel great – and and they can kind of say, oh, here's a quick round of antibiotics and some cough medicine. If you come to us for maintenance whenever you need that, we're going to be able to keep you at the level of functioning in which you want to be.
0: Right. I so, think people, they get so busy in their uh, day-to-day lives sure. that they forget to take care of themselves. I do. And um, sometimes culture says, well, it's kind of conceited or selfish to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. and that's not true. But like you're saying, if you come routinely and you grant yourself that time slot to go, You can kind of keep ahead of these of these
1: things that that come up. I think you hit the nail on the head whenever it's like you said, we feel selfish. Mm -hmm. Self-care is important. You cannot be the best that you can be as a, you know, a contributing member of society or a mom or a sister or an aunt or a husband or whatever, unless you are fully functioning. Yeah. And when I say fully functioning, it doesn't mean you have to be on all the time. It just means whenever you're like, okay, yeah, I went to work. Yeah, I can, you know, cook dinner. Yeah, I can take care of my kids. Yeah, I can do all the things that my everyday life Mm -hmm. things. And Krista, you've been with centers for 11 years now? No, I've been there for, uh, it'll be 20 years. Oh, wow. um, This September. Okay, and what are some of your uh, specialties? What do you specialize in? Okay, as an LPC, I see a gamut, a wide range of people. Oh, we see children as early as 3 years old all the way up until I have a client that's 94. And um my specialty is is couples, families, and adolescents. Is is my preference. So And are you from Midland? Did you have you been here for the entire uh, duration of your Career? I have. I went to um, UTPB to get my master's degree in clinical psychology and was offered a position with centers um, right when I graduated. So that was in 1999. And I've been there ever since. My previous life, I worked in the oil industry and uh, came over to what I really have always wanted to do um, after the birth of my first child. Whenever you reevaluate, okay, am I doing what I want to be doing with my life? And I said, no. So I made the change. And you guys can help
0: those who are wondering if they're doing what they want to be doing with their careers. Yes, um, we can. You can help them in those life stages figure that out, too. That's true. Um, do you find that people feel as if their, their problems maybe aren't worthy or as important as, say, a veteran's problems?
2: Um, so that might stop them from coming in? I actually, may I? Um, I actually think veterans, that's a whole other topic with a whole other stigma. Uh, That's something that we would like to talk about in a later time. But um, it's part of the whole, uh, you had mentioned the term culture. It's part of, it's a whole different culture. So I think there's that idea that maybe it's indulgent or on the other side, it's a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just a whole different way of looking at it. The whole, what we try to do is uh, outreach and expansion of information to get people to understand it is okay and it's like physical health. So it's all encompassing.
0: If I understand correctly, um, you guys offer
2: discounted services for veterans? or It's free for veterans and their families. Uh, For everyone else, every person, all ages, we have a sliding scale basis. So it is the affordable uh, mental health care counseling center
1: in our area. And we do accept most insurances, Medicaid and, you know, private pay, things like that.
3: Are y'all's offices located here in Midland only or do you have? Um, places in Odessa as well. We have
2: an office in Midland and an office in Odessa, and we recently uh, just moved over to a new area in Odessa, and it's sort of a shared spaces concept like what you all have here at Connections Church. Um, and there are, we are there with a Nonprofit Management Center, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Permian Playhouse. Can you elaborate more on
1: well first off, how many counselors do you have okay right now we have fourteen um so that covers the Midland and the Odessa area. We we kind of cover the of the spectrum of issues. As a nonprofit, we don't normally turn people away if it's, you know, within the scope of, of what we our licenses allow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, come on in and we're going to do a full assessment. We're going to make a, you know, recommendation that you go somewhere else if we need to or, you know, connect you to a resource or we're going to do our best to help you within the walls of our agency. So say it's my
3: first time mm-hmm. and I think, Hey, i I could need some help. I, I need some help with my mental health. I'm going to call centers, mm-hmm. um, and set up an appointment. Can you walk me through what
1: that will look like? What you'll do first is you'll call in and we'll get some quick information. Our, um, front desk staff will take just some quick information because they're going to, our first line of defense is what I call them. So they're going to basically be assessing, are you coming to the appropriate place? So if you're looking for medication, we're going to say, you know, we don't provide medication. If you're looking for testing, ADHD testing, at this time, we don't have anyone on staff that does that, but that will be coming in the future. Um, so, you know, if if they say, yes, this is the appropriate place, they'll set you up to come for what we call the assessment appointment. At that time, you're going to be visiting with a therapist. We go through a psychosocial history. So it basically is a little mini therapy session. We're talking about what, you know, what uh, your biggest stressors are. We try to cover everything. We let, we have you walk out with some recommendations for some resources if you need that. If you have insurance, we're going to verify your insurance for you and let you know, you know, up front uh, what you're going to be expected to pay. We're going to also be screening you for any of the grants that we receive. Um, and then what we'll do is we will get you on our schedule. And it's usually within about a week to 10 days. Unfortunately, sometimes we're booked that far out, which, you know, we're glad that we can do that. But whenever somebody's getting started and you're brave enough to make that call and come for the assessment, it's like, I need to get started quickly. Mm-hmm. So once again, we do triage. If it's an emergency, we're going to make sure you get in sooner. And if it's just, you know, kind of standard, I want to check on my mental health status with you, then we just get you in as quickly as we can. And if you have a request for a therapist, we'll honor that as well. Wonderful. Well, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a question for you.
3: Okay. What is the most frequent reason people contact you?
1: Okay, the most, now that's that's going to be age-related. So if it's, um, I'm going to say from 5 to 12, it's going to be, um, for my child is, I think they're ADHD or they're boys and so they're angry or there's girls and they seem to have a good bit of anxiety, okay? After that, it's usually some trouble in school. So, you know, we've checked. There's no learning disabilities. Can you help us with some organizational skills? 18 and up, it's kind of, uh, you know, depression, anxiety type mm-hmm. things. Or, and we, are, we do see a good bit of um, problems with alcohol and drugs, so we're not trying to put ourselves out there as AA or, you know, any of the other places that handle drug and alcohol abuse, you know, serious. But if it's if it's part of your overall mental health and it's not to the point where that's the overriding issue, we're gonna work with you there. Okay. And then like I said, the older people, it's usually like end of life care. We're we're afraid. Here we are, we're by ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, help us guide us. See what we can do.
3: Um, and do y'all see a lot of people struggling with depression and divorce um Mm -hmm. and just how to help help with navigate life changes and regular stress maybe they have just moved to west texas and they can't handle
2: the traffic or something i think now that we have an overgrowth of population and our community is changing so rapidly uh, new people getting here and going oh no what have we done and it's
1: a lot. There's so much going on. Absolutely. We, we do a lot. And that falls under what we call adjustment disorder Okay, because <laughs> it is just adjusting to life situations. And, you know, a lot of people have a problem with that. Like, you know, Melanie said, people moving here, you know, we have a guy that, you know, well, he's actually about 35 years old. He brought his family in here from Montana. I got a great job, but i don't really make enough money to buy a house, so we're living in a little trailer. And I've taken my wife and my kids away from their total support system, and I have to work all the time, and right. you know things like that. So that's very stressful.
3: In in your article, you mentioned you there's a long list of things that y'all help um, that you promote. One of them says you support the socioeconomic empowerment of women, and that just. Um, struck me. I had never, I've never heard that before. Can you explain to me what that means?
1: Okay. Okay. So what we have, um, women have fought for a long time to be, you know, considered equal and, you know, have, have, you know, nice paying jobs and, you know, they want to be recognized for those things. And sometimes, especially in West Texas, and I hope we don't get a lot of phone calls about this, um, there's kind of a, a ceiling or walls around what Women are allowed to do. It's like, you know, you do a great job of this. Just don't try to get out of this position. Don't try to go anywhere. Just stick where you are. And so we are trying to empower. It's like, don't settle. It is Mm -hmm. go after what you feel like that you, you know, that you deserve to do. And you young ladies have it down. I mean, it's like you know what you want and nobody's going to get in your way. And I'm a little older and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I was always told you can be a secretary or a teacher or a nurse you know those kind of things and so we're we're starting with you know some of our younger girls and we teach them this strong powerful emotional vocabulary so it doesn't sound like we're whiny or manipulative it is we're telling you how to use your words and how to use your talents and how to use your skills stop to apologizing move forward. stop apolog hmm? you hit it melanie stop apologizing <laughs> so is are. that more um that's more about y'all are teaching this more mm-hmm. so than women are coming into y'all saying, hey, I feel like I've hit a glass ceiling. Oh, we have both. Oh, okay. We have both. We receive a state from the grant for, you know, it's for women or anyone basically who's been a victim of any type of crime. And so that's emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse. There's, There's, you know, probably 15 or 20 things that are on there. A strong component of that is how do you take a victim, whether it's male or female, and how do you build them back up? And so we are constantly seeking out trainings and you know whenever these people come in with their situations we're um we're trying to help them better themselves through that so
0: we're uh, going through centers um you're giving individuals long-term tools to use it's not just a temporary solution that's right um you're you're teaching how to to cope some coping mechanisms and
2: um, how to better your life long-term and not just Mm -hmm. a
0: short-term period. That's
2: exactly right. It's how to manage all of your daily emotions and experiences and having someone to talk to about it. Sometimes, I mean, it's great to have your friends and family, but on occasion, it might be your friends and family, you know, or you you want a, a professional perspective. So that's what Centers offers to our community. Mentioned also, Christy, about health interventions in the
0: workplace. Yes. Um, Can you elaborate on
1: that? I can. We, uh, over the past probably 10 years, we've been called into workplaces for workplace violence, workplace aggression, um, you know, inappropriate sexual advances, Uh, once again. I'm not sure how I'm going to say this, so I'm just going to say this. Women who have been fighting to be in positions of authority in the workplace are sometimes met with a lot of resistance and sometimes not. Sometimes it's like, come on, we appreciate you. Let's do it. But sometimes they are met with resistance and that can be, come in the form of um, you know, sexual innuendo, sexual put downs, those things like that. So the companies who are doing their jobs are having us come out and do some trainings wow. for that. So we will that show sounds up. Sounds
2: like a fantastic program.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also,
2: companies will contact uh, centers when an employee has ended their life. Yes. Uh, so that it's, I guess, kind of a triage to come in and and care for the individuals who are who are, you know, you're with your work,
1: your coworker. Yeah, yes. we like saw them
2: every day, day. Right. all the time. So mm-hmm. that's another important
1: uh, we subject, do. and that's called we do critical incident debriefings. Okay. So when I felt like I got really close. So whenever, um, you know, somebody does in their life or somebody is tragically killed in an accident, we'll be contacted. And then we have therapists on staff who will be out there. And if anybody needs to talk, we're just there. So,
3: so y'all are separate, obviously from like MISD, the school systems, but do y'all work closely with them at all? Um, Do y'all
1: ever have kids who are referred to you? We do. We have a contract. Uh, We've probably had that contract with MISD and ECISD for about 15 years. So if there's uh, children that do not have an ability to pay either through Medicaid or insurance, then the school will set them up for a certain number of sessions and they come in to see us. And then if we think it's going to be longer term, we can just request more sessions. So we work with Ron Moss, who's the head of um, guidance and counseling there. We have a great working relationship with him. And is that with MISD and ECISD? That's correct. And we also work with Richard Milburn, Coleman. So, you know, basically they know to call us and we're going to figure something out.
3: Wonderful. And can you tell us more about the Parenting with a Purpose program?
1: Okay. Parenting <laughs> parenting with a Purpose is our parenting uh, program that's taught in Midland. Um, we also have a parenting program in Odessa that's called Parent Power. So, But the one, Parenting with a Purpose, um, it is recognized by CPS, um, by the courts and things like that. So we have um, an LPC who teaches these classes, and it's uh, I'm trying to think of the exact curriculum that they use. It's like co-parenting if there's a divorce, um, you know, how to... Be, play nice whenever you have a child in the middle of you. It is on how to discipline your children. all Kind of the things that parents sometimes, you know, kind of go outside the lanes whenever they get in trouble to do. But that is just providing good, solid parenting education. Um, and like I said, it is a certificate course. And when they finish, you know, basically we're putting our stamp saying they have passed the course, it's, they have participated. We believe that this is sufficient for whatever steps that they need to do to get to be reunited with their kids. And some people just come in because they want a good, solid parenting class. Right. Um, can you tell
3: us about some of the services that y'all have for families who are suffering because a
1: loved one has committed suicide? We have um, a counselors, therapists on staff who um, also collaborate with something that's called the Coles Grace Project which the lady that started this is a dynamic lady, and we need to probably have her in, in here on a podcast. We would love to. Yes. And she has um, worked with Agape Counseling Center to set up something that's called the Cole's Grace Project, named after her son. And basically she raises funds so that if there's a survivors of suicide, that they can receive free counseling. And so um, we honor that. And what they'll do sometimes is they'll call Agape and Agape will say, you know, we've got centers therapists that have some availability and, and we'll see them for free. Wow. Is there a certain amount of sessions that they get? I think we start with six. And then once again, we're never going to shut anybody off that's truly having a difficult time with the grief process. If it's, you know, if it's like prolonged grief or the traumatic grief, you, you know, which is when you're a survivor of su- suicide. It's very traumatic. Um, we can always ask for more.
3: And would they they just contact y'all, or do they contact Agape directly?
1: They they can do either one. Um, normally, somebody has gotten to them either through the you know what is it crisis intervention unit that will give out names that of people that work with Cole's um, Grace. So if they don't know that and they just know that Cole's Grace is connected to Agape, they'll call them. If they can absorb them, they'll go ahead and do that. But we are a collaborative um, effort. To, to protect the people in this uh, town from that
0: and other specialties include faith-based counseling marriage and family therapy um, that are offered by centers amongst many other things um, I really encourage you to contact centers if you have any questions um, and also if we wanted to donate
2: to centers how would we go about doing that on our website, there's an option for, for you to donate. Um, of course, you can always call. We'll be happy to come and help you give us money. <laughs> right? As all nonprofits in our area, we are always looking for funding. Um, one of the, Another great way you can help, we have an excellent volunteer opportunity through our Kids First program. Um, and Kids First is essentially a supervised visitation program. Uh, we provide supervised, uh, a healthy, safe environment for supervised visitation to take place. Also for parent exchange, uh, just to make it uh, a nice place, not your local McDonald's, you know, parking lot, a place where a counselor can pick up a child and have them in their care and then make make that exchange for them. But our uh, our Supervised visitation is um, greatly handled by our volunteers, who are trained by our director, Becca Ahrens, and it's it's an excellent way to give up just a little bit of time, but make a huge difference in the life of a child. If you can imagine what supervised visitation might look like in a home with family members, it's not always exactly what is designed, what was intended by the court system. This way, occasionally we have a therapy dogs, the counselors help, uh, the Counseling Center makes it just uh, an easy transition for parents and makes sure that there is no um, negativity about the other parent, no promises made. But It's really a simple way that you can help our organization help other kids.
1: And you can always just call and we will be glad to run your credit card for a donation. Do you
0: guys receive government funding or are you strictly grants?
1: No, we receive some government okay. funding. That Victims Grant, and I told you about it's a, it's okay. a, state, a statewide grant. So
3: so do you all have any events coming up? We have our largest fundraiser will be taking place
2: August 15th. Uh, we have LaDainian Tomlinson coming out as a speaker. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, really great conversation and food and uh, cocktails and uh, just a wonderful time and how much are tickets if you go to our website we have all of our sponsorship all sponsorship information oh okay ladanian tomlinson is an nfl hall of famer he is a football legend in the tcu world and um he's a representative of
3: united way and he has actually done a lot of great things so we're very excited to have him Well, he sounds like a great speaker, and I know that's going to be a wonderful event. Um, How else can our listeners get in touch with you if they need services or want to get more information?
1: Okay. In Midland, you can call 432-570-1084. You can ask for me by name, Christy Edwards, or you can just ask to speak to the intake coordinator. Um, In Odessa, it will be 432-580-7006, and we're there to help you. And our website is www.centerstx.org.
3: Awesome. Do y'all have any social media um, presence? We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and hopefully soon YouTube. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Well, that's a wrap for today, y'all. We want to thank our listeners for tuning in to our very first episode of Center Solutions, and we hope you'll join us next time. Center's Solutions is a
0: production of the Recording Library of West Texas. Post-production work is done by Bailey Hennis and Abby Wiggle. Content is provided by Melanie Size and Christy Edwards. Contact Centers for Children and Families at 432-570-1084 or the Recording Library at 432-682-2731. Email Melanie with questions you want answered on the show at msize at centerstexas.org. That's M-S-A-I-Z at C-E-N-T-E-R-S-T-X dot O-R-G. Both nonprofits are on
1: all social media platforms. See you next time.